0: Next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me as always is none other than my co-host, Avira.
1: Hey, what's up guys? Hope you're having a fantastic day, and um, hope you had a nice holiday week. You know, it's cool, uh, last Sunday was not only Easter, but also the start of Passover and Ramadan at the same time. So if you celebrate any of those holidays, uh, yeah cool stuff.
0: Absolutely. It's really, it's so uncanny how the timing seems to have just all lined up.
1: Yeah, I'm, I don't know if months. it's done that in my lifetime before. If it has, I haven't noticed before, but yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Absolutely. And to those who celebrate, never forget the significance of what these events mean. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I had to
1: work on Easter, which is weird because Christmas is a federally recognized holiday, so I was off for that, but I wasn't off for Easter. So you're telling me the birth of Jesus is a federally recognized holiday, but the rebirth of Jesus is not? I'm sorry. I, I don't understand that, but whatever.
0: I mean, Drawing down here far, in Australia, it's, both of them are federally and rec- nationally recognized as public holidays. uh uh-uh, no, no.
2: So Easter Day itself, Easter Saturday is, but in my state, the uh, Easter Monday isn't.
0: Hmm. In here, in Easter, States, we get Easter East Monday off as a public Monday. holiday. So, long, long, long weekend. Anyway, um, next on the panel is always our intro host, and we said, oh, and I forgot to put everybody's taglines in. Noble!
2: And hey. the Magic 8-Ball has to say... Ask again later.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay,
1: all right, fine. Well, let's do that then. The Magic 8-Ball has spoken...
0: We should be using you as a monolith of wisdom. We should. Uh, All right. And next on the show, we have Astro.
3: Yo. What's up?
1: Hey, man! Great to have you back. How are you doing?
3: We're good. It's a nice day out finally.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. We're not
3: behind us, but. As we know up here, winter can rear its ugly head in the middle of May, so I'm not going to open my mouth up too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't jinx it, man. Uh, we've had some pretty nice weather here the last week or so. Spring is you know, definitely here, so that's good.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's been crazy where you guys are right. Like, and I thought I was the one that had hormonal weather down here. <laughs> Dude, past week. Literally cold enough to the point where I had to turn my electric blanket on to go to sleep. Like it wasn't even meant to be bordering on winter this month. But hey ho.
3: If there's one thing I've learned in life, everybody has their own opinion on which place has the worst, like you said, hormonal weather. You know, Michiganders will say that they have uh, bipolar weather. Us in the Great Northeast, it 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 really depends on
2: who you ask. Well, with how far south I am, I'd say we've got bipolar weather down here when it really kicks up a stink. But um, hmm. down here, I've had to put my uh, heater on. Otherwise, I have trouble breathing in the mornings, and it's not very good.
0: Well, my hormonal weather just manifests in having a temper tantrum for a rain, for rain and then just having all the energy puff out.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Around here, the saying is, "If you don't like the weather, wait five minutes."
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. That's a good one, actually. Same thing in Florida, dude. Like, um, my parents live down there, but when I visit them, it's like it'll be a torrential downpour for like five minutes, and then the sun will come out. Like usually at five thirty, right? Uh, pretty pretty much like on the dot. Yeah, like every yep. day. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> It's, the way it's been clear and sunny all day. Then all of a sudden, it's dark for like an hour. And then it passes, and we're like, "Oh, okay."
3: It's the way that airflow from the ocean and from the Gulf meet right in the middle.
1: Yeah, and they're pretty down south too. Mm-hmm. But speaking of weather changes, uh, Jolt, I know it's getting colder by you, but um, wh- 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 what did you do uh, last week?
0: Well, Easter break. Right. It's um, I actually enjoyed a nice, blessed, warm day on the beach and more than that just the waterfall i'm went up for a drive not too far up north with my best friend for my easter break and it's good to be back in purple baby right on yep went down to (laughs) ar one booty national park and it was and those limestone beaches man those limestone rock beaches they're something else plus I'm obligated to be a goofball.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Why do you always do precarious things, man? Like, that looks so risky.
3: <laughs> End up in the drink.
1: you yeah, so cute, though. Oh,
0: I have. I did. Oh, no. And, you know, forget about fishing <laughs> with your, you know, fish, fish, fishing rods. Fishing with your tail is where it's at.
1: <laughs> yeah, just lure them in, right?
0: wow yeah that's it yeah that's precisely it it looks nice but no i I should show you why this but no it's great though it's um we got the blessed weather we got all the ocean breeze just it was just a nice day out straight up all right yeah, I, get, I bet you'd be hard-pressed to do some, you know, start with something like... Dude, this is so...
2: Oh, wow. Are you trying to do that Lion King thing?
0: See, and that... this is why this that was so memeable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I... about
2: to say,
1: it looks like Pride Rock. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, I actually wanted to do some funny whatever pose, like, and I thought about, like, the Lion King thing didn't come to my mind until I realized I was so up there and was like, yeah, <laughs> this is so meme worthy.
1: And, and your friend who took that picture it looks like he's pretty far away. Like, that must have been quite some hike. Is well, there like a trail or like did you like climb up the rocks or around it, I guess?
0: Well, I actually, just climbed up directly up right, right up the rocks. <laughs> wasn't well, so high, but yeah.
3: So now you're gonna make me want to pack my suit next time I go down to the Baja.
0: <laughs> Do it. Some neat like, photogenic
3: spots there.
0: You know, I have like I keep mentioning that a lot of people just a lot of us who spend ninety percent of the time inside and in cons and all that stuff. Yeah. Do it right, out. You know, out there. Yeah. I reckon you should go. Take you know, take your suit out to the Baja.
3: Well, my dad's <laughs> down there now at his house. He's been down for the last two weeks with a new girlfriend. And, okay. yeah, well, it's nice to see that, you know, he's not going to be alone for the rest of his life. Um, they're coming back Sunday. <sighs> Boy. Never a good way of getting flights back into Albany.
0: No. I've
1: never flown to Albany, but I've driven there before. I think I was on a Boy Scout trip years ago.
3: I've had people invite me to conventions like in like Kuala Lumpur or Thai Tales or something like that, and I'm looking at flights, and it's like $4,000 out of Albany, but $900, out of, $900 out of Kennedy or uh, Newark.
1: What the heck? Yep. That, no, that's bonkers.
3: And I'm like, do I really <laughs> want to drive three hours to Kennedy?
1: Yeah, or, hell yeah.
3: <laughs> do I really want to drive three hours to Newark?
1: I'd rather not spend two thousand dollars. What the heck? No way.
0: And I'm talking I mean, stuff like airports, isn't it? Well, oh. yeah, yeah, because you got to lay
3: at a big airport, catch like Cathay Pacific or something like that.
0: Probably end up landing at Singapore. Uh, if not, than hmm. that. Anyway, but to continue on with this. All right, you see. Yes.
1: Wow. Oh, it's a moving picture. Okay.
2: Yes. Now all you need is a giant wave to come in and.
0: (laughs) No. It happens. (laughs) Oh, it happens.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Were the rocks slippery at all? They kind of look dry. Yeah. Yeah, a bit. Okay, now I see. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's it. Okay.
3: See, there's places like that along the Pacific side of the Baja where you got to watch, especially some of those Pacific waves that come in. Mm. You get some of those 12 footers, 13, 20 footers coming in. I've seen so many people get splashed hard standing on the rocks.
1: Oof. Yeah. Yeah, we really don't have anything like Pride Rock here on Long Island. Everything's pretty no. flat.
0: No, pretty here, darn least, flat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, here we get the calm beaches, and then you get the the rough shod, rocky beaches with all the lime and the stuff have eroded. And yeah. But I welcome my new abode.
3: There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's cool. Um,
0: yeah, it's a nice little, like, make sure tent. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah, I used <laughs> to build stuff like that.
3: That almost reminds me of the scene from Pirates of the Caribbean where, where they're on the island and the ship is burning in the background and all Jack cares about is the rum.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is the rum gone?
3: Why is the rum gone?
1: Oh, the remix to that is amazing. Oh.
0: But no, that was, um, that beach was great. though. was lovely, fantastic, with his own thing, guys, and I got and also the kids called me Spyro.
1: Oh, they did oh, oh, that's so cute!
0: Oh my god, Spyro! Look, mommy, it's Spyro! And the kid was like, No, I'm never washing this hand again.
1: <laughs> I, was like, I can't believe it's Spyro, mom. Oh, yeah, at that point, you just go with it. Love. Like, yes, of course, I'm Spyro. Take that, nasty North. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh.
0: 100%. But that wasn't the end of it, though. There's another place I went to at first. You gotta, You're going to love this. I present this image to you with all the context and all context removed. No context.
1: Okay. Oh! Okay, so you're like in it, in it.
0: Like I said, presented without context.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow, it almost looks photoshopped, for some reason. Like, you, you look clearer than the water in front of you, which is... Huh. That's interesting. Like, it was focusing on you, I guess.
0: It's like, I throw the suit into the waterfall.
1: <laughs> okay, my theory is, you probably slipped on one of those rocks, got halfway wet, and then you're like, ah, oh, screw it, I'll just do it anyway. I, I, like At this point, I don't care, it's, it's too far gone. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I will just take a picture under the waterfall, screw it. <laughs>
3: next you're going to see him out
1: on a surfboard at surf, Shipstern Bluff uh, I, probably right I don't know Surfing. I, if, have you ever seen a fursuit surf before no no I don't know.
3: Fursuiting, on a, fursuiting on a surfboard at Shipstern
1: Bluff oh. that's taking a risk I mean surfing's taking a risk too
0: but... first thing, I'm, on a surfboard full stop
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
3: Especially some of the good surfing spots where you're like, like literally four feet from the reef.
0: Mm. And anyway, you, you should have the answer to that question, that picture now. You should.
1: Oh, okay. This is yeah. So yeah, <laughs> slippery, the, the backstory. It
0: really was. Yeah, it's it. It was actually so slippery. Down okay. there, like, oh my goodness. Oh, your poor tail. Slippery the soil had so much clay, yeah.
1: Oh wait a minute. Oh you're not Oh okay. That's like an optical illusion because you didn't actually go in the water, but it, it looks like you were. <laughs> like you walked behind it. Mm. Okay, that, that makes a little bit more sense now.
0: Nah, no, but it was actually great. Like the, the waterfall was only like what, ten, fifteen minutes from the hotel I was staying at. Nice. So like but it was up north though, so all up, it was still a long journey, but I say long journey, I actually mean it's not quite at the same time. So yeah, you should see just how much of a big dirty mess this really was, and I was like should I pull <laughs> suit, should I not? Eh, nah. You don't understand why.
3: Oh, cool. Luckily it's fresh water, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, hmm. like you can see how much clay and all that was back like there. It was like it was just going on my tail and all that, and I was like, mm. "How much clay was in there?" Just washed it all out. Yes. Fuck!
1: Have you been to that park before, or is that your first time?
0: I know it was my first time going that national park, but it's really the nice. there too. It's it's nice and great. And the last thing I do want to show you before we continue the show is i found I found a portal to the abyss in the park a portal to the abyss yeah oh
3: no step <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah just one step don't, don't, try to, don't, don't, don't try to stop me I'm going to the abyss
1: oh, that's pretty wild I mean, like, you're where really is it...
2: trying
0: to wash it out you joke <laughs>
3: get flushed like on Men in Black 2, right? (laughs) Flush me, Jay. Flush me.
1: Flush me, Jay. (laughs) And I'd be like, nah. (laughs) But yeah, I'm guessing that probably drains like under the rocks or something. And wow.
0: It looks like a very... Are those shoes waterproof? That's what it really is. It just looks like a precarious sinkhole.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Were there any uh, fish in the water?
0: No, no, not that I could find any fish. It was just a little hmm. nice little stream. Hmm. But and it's just mainly known for its waterfall and what have you. But, yeah, a like, good amount of people were out there.
1: Yeah, looks you really
0: know, nice. People swim in the waterfall and, and, you know, as much as I would love to say, I just had a waterfall shower. Yeah. <laughs> You should
2: take photos and go to, like, uh, Hawaii to one of the volcanoes.
1: There you go. Oh, yeah, that's, like, the next adventure, like, walking on lava. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, you can play that game, like, the floor is lava, but literally.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: You'll be like scurrying
1: up the nearest think. tree.
0: <laughs> I like the way you think. Next, That's probably the next stop right there.
1: <laughs> okay yeah cool all
0: right so shall we get to our uh, into the meat and bones of the show now i've had a great easter break sure all right Avira. i know like i said like Noble was saying i think you'd be the, per- the right person to lead this one out
1: okay um what are we starting with again
0: uh we're starting with the shall we start with the bud light saga
1: okay Oh boy, um, I I, th- I thought this was a joke at first. Like when I saw this meme, like with Dylan's face on the on the can, I'm like, no, this has to be like Babylon B levels of craziness. Uh, but no, it's real. And uh, I think over the last week, Bud Light lost like six point five billion dollars in stock because everyone is like, what the bonkers is this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so just to start off, um, they used... Bud Light opted for uh, Dylan Mulvaney to be this brand ambassador in celebration right. of um, 365 days of girlhood.
1: Right, and uh, and then Dylan made this video um, about a week or so before this happened, or no, I think it was around the same time. Whatever, um, oh, dude, it was so creepy. <laughs> like, I literally thought he was trolling. It's, I, I, well, what's happening with with the world, man? And it wasn't just. Um, just Bud bud Light either. Okay, yeah. This looks like a... Oh, God. Sales of Anheuser-Busch bottled uh, products dropped 30% over the past week, while drought beer plummeted 50%. Ouch. What were they thinking?
2: I've heard rumors that this particular individual isn't actually transgender, and they're more taking the piss out of it.
1: Yeah.
2: it for so long now
1: that does seem to be the conclusion a lot of people have got to yeah
2: it's one of the things that i sort of get irked about when it comes to like woke and LGBTQIM people it's just everything has to always be solid positivity you can't turn around and have a neutral negative or just turn around and say look you've clearly taken the piss out of it go away but no you just have to keep encouraging it so
1: i mean he met with the president What? Why? For being a TikTok influencer? What the hell?
2: God, He's popular at this point, so what do you think (laughs) is going to happen?
1: I I didn't expect the leader of the free world to to talk about trans rights for kids. That's kind of out there, but, you know, we got other stuff going on in the world, I guess.
3: So I've been hearing about that. That's the first time I've seen any images, and I don't know if I got anything that'll be able to contain my head explosion around here. (laughs) Because half this garbage these days, my I, I I don't know if there's anywhere in our galaxy that's safe from these people.
1: It's oh, it's God. creepy, yeah. Did, did you see there the vice president? Uh, she's like, you know, the first woman vice president of this Anheuser Bush uh, company. She made this video, I think it was a couple of days before this ad came out, and she's like, we have to be more inclusive. And she pretty much made fun of anyone who drinks Bud Light, like. It's frat boy humor, it's lowbrow, and it should be more inclusive. But it's like, yo, people just want to drink a beer. They don't care about your gender politics.
2: Okay. I th- think someone needs to sit down and read the book called The Out of War.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Sensu. Get That's woke up, broke. <laughs> they never learn, though, but they still keep doing it. And I wonder why their stocks are down so much. (laughs) And did you see like just a couple days ago, they launched a new a new beer called uh, Ultra Right. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Uh, 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 (laughs) And again, that's something you think is like, you uh, you think that's satire, right? Oh, Ultra Right beer. Okay, like that's funny, but no, it's actually freaking real. (laughs) That's crazy.
3: That's why I normally don't drink anything from Anheuser Busch.
1: Well, I mean, Bud Light is a, you know, pretending to be a beer, and Dylan is pretending to be a woman. You know, it makes sense that you know, we have that. You know, he's per- the perfect person for it, if you ask me. But
3: people used to call a white beer like that Panther piss.
1: <laughs> ah, I never really liked Bud Light unless it was like the only option.
0: I want and even here. then, you have to choose between that going down your drain or go- going down the the toilet drain or the sink drain.
1: Yeah, I'll just stick to water.
3: That's why I like my craft brews. Mm.
0: I mean, I got but, choice of all these beers, and even the internationals will actually make good beers.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good, like, dark German beers out there.
3: I'll, I'll drink Takate over Bud Light. I
1: mean,
3: but
2: uh, what,
1: what were they thinking, man? Having. Having this person as their spokesperson, like if you live in like freaking Missouri, hey Hugh, you hear about? Listen, what? Like, like it, it it's not relevant to anyone. I
2: don't so, know. The things I wanted to speak about this is first off, it's a known marketing ploy to try to get people to buy more of your product. Effectively, it's to create the initial shock and awe of the whole woke uh, ideology. People will then, in mass, throw away a lot of your shit, and then we'll go back to buy a whole mm-hmm. bunch more of it. Mm-hmm. It's effectively a marketing technique, and it has been somewhat successful with some other companies. My theory is that the company is seeing this as a good thing because the price, of, or their stock market, has obviously dropped, and a lot of people have gotten rid of their product. Now, you will find that some people will go back and they'll buy it, but others may finally decide to actually give it up. I would hope that this would effectively cause the company to crash long term simply because, well, you want to give beer to people who don't want to drink. You, sorry, you want people to buy your beer that generally don't want to drink beer. So good luck <laughs> with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's funny.
1: Yeah, even the VP on that video was saying that she wants to include younger people to get them to start drinking. I'm like, ah, well, okay, at least you're taking your position seriously. In but this is not the right way to do it.
3: <laughs> in the process of seeking out new customers, they alienated 80% of their existing customers.
2: What was really sad, though, is there's a video sort of going a bit viral where some guy that works for a company that solely stocks Bud Light in stores is just, well, he's not getting paid anymore.
1: Well, I thought that. Well, I'm sure we also that viral video of I forgot the, the name of the guy. He's like some musician or something. He like used it like a freaking machine gun and just blasted a bunch of Bud Light. All I right. think it was Kid, Kid Rock. Was that his name?
2: What pisses me off is a lot of people don't realize that by destroying, by throwing away, or by doing something just wasteful with the product is not actually helping what you think you're only helping the company long term what you should be doing is taking the, that product back to the place you purchased it from and even if you can't get your money back just inform the salesperson that no i don't want this product anymore i'm not interested in having possession of this take it back i don't care if i get my money back or not i don't want it now, Avira, out of curiosity, because you work in a, um, a, a shop like this, if customers on mass started bringing back products and they didn't care if they got their money back, but they just wanted, you know, the store to take it back, is that something that the store will still do? Or
1: oh, you mean like, uh, yeah? In fact, well, if, if customers did that, they would probably also write some kind of letter to either corporate or something. And if this happened too often, it might be a malfunctioning product, and then we'd take it off the off the line. Of course.
2: But say, for instance, uh, people on mass brought back Bud Light to the store.
1: Oh, I wouldn't even know how to handle that. I'm like, okay, uh, uh, sorry? <laughs> like, I don't, I, what do you do in that situation? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't that's, make it.
2: <laughs> here's the thing. With Gillette, if people, instead of throwing out their Gillette razors, stuck them into envelopes and then sent them back to corporate, saying, you know, I don't want this anymore, that's going to oh. be a bit of a different message.
1: Yeah, that could definitely, um, that might cause some change. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this this boycott yeah. already. I mean, it's it's lost about four to five percent of their, uh, their stock price, pretty much. And I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But the problem
2: so, is that it's being seen as positive by the company because it will. It, the idea is that it will take a turnaround. Whereas if people were asking for either just take the product back because I don't want it or demanding a refund. Mm-hmm. If they legally are allowed to, you know, do that, um, yeah, that would prove to be a bit more of a dent.
0: Like, here's the thing: are they are these people? Like, you look at this whole campaign, and it's like, are they is Bud Light actually pursuing capital or social capital?
1: I I think they made a boo boo, and yeah. they're kind of uh, trying to circle back a little bit. And be like and correct their mistake because they've been silent on social media for like a week.
0: Well now, well now finally they have a response.
1: They have been (laughs) silent,
0: but now the CEO has made a response to that.
1: Oh, it took him long enough.
0: Took him long enough, and he has a bush's the CEO statement. Look at that, (laughs) our responsibility to America. (laughs) Control plus times jolt.
1: They're trying to be so virtuous. It's like, dude, you sell beer.
2: Like, well,
1: damage how, control. Much, how, how high and mighty accurate. do you have to freaking be?
2: You need to be a bit more accurate. It's not they're selling beer, it's that they're selling terrible beer. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I, I had the displeasure of tasting it once. Ugh.
2: Like I've said, if anybody who is watching this in the future, if you come across the same sort of thing about a product that makes you feel uncomfortable simply because of the message they're trying to push return the product even if you can't be get your money back don't be rude about it don't be aggressive towards this person just say the sales representative just say look i don't want this product anymore i don't care if i can't get my money back i just want you to take it back from me and then walk out of the store leaving it on the service desk or whatever they call it in america Or whatever uh, yeah, in.
1: customer service whatever
2: be polite you can be a bit angry, but don't turn around, and start shouting, and threatening the uh you know person at the other end of the table because they're not the ones responsible.
1: Man, this is the most whitewashed, like corporate-sounding nonsense of yeah. a statement. Oh, God, they they say yeah. so much without saying anything. Exactly. Like, oh, my country, I care deeply about this. We're learning from our customers. Like, but what?
3: All right. It's word soup. See, I'm in a different bit, bit of a different position here because I don't necessarily have an opinion on how to handle that because I'm, you know, on the billing material side of retail and our vendors know damn well that if they ever went kind of a woke message, right? That they would, they would lose their shit shirt. They would get right out of business. Nobody would buy their product anymore. You wouldn't see it built any builders using it, whatnot, because the builders will be sensitive to that. And if they're, and if they see a political message in the product that they're, uh, buying especially on the far left they won't buy the product and then of course you know we might get a little bit of a shit for that because we're selling the product in which my dad would say we're stop selling that product but you know it's just because i'm not in the uh be- food and beverage retail i'm in building materials retail it's different and most everybody in construction is not Shit insane left.
0: No, they're not that sort of minded. Like, so, you know, no. construction materials is a whole different story.
3: Mm-hmm. They're all pretty conservative.
2: I uh, I'd have to wonder if any building company would try to go woke to try to attract, you know, um, the certain woke home buyers. buyers. They wouldn't dare. <laughs> not, not home buyers, but certain woke <laughs> individuals into the construction industry.
1: They wouldn't dare. What, would Bernie Sanders be funding like communal housing or something? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, it's I mean, okay.
3: <laughs> you, know, you always still had the thing with Jimmy Carter going around doing Habitat for Humanity. That's one thing, <laughs> right? But if you got Bernie Sanders doing it,
1: oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man, he's such a goofy guy. <laughs> but I don't know, what, what were they thinking? Seriously, Bud Light? Like, come on. Like, you're a freaking beer company. I, 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 Dylan didn't even seem like he cared. If you saw the video, he's like, oh, I heard it's for March Madness. I think it's something about sports. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Whatever. Go team. I love you. Like, he's such a, oh my God, what a character.
3: They weren't thinking. They certainly weren't thinking about their bottom line.
1: (laughs) I guess not. But then Nike gets on board and, like, all these other companies. Like, he's making a million dollars a month, probably, just for printing in the woods. I I don't know. I I don't get it. Hmm. I'm not saying I'm jealous. I just don't get it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I do.
1: Because <laughs> seriously, like, oh, God, man.
0: Like, if you well, didn't know any better, I think this was, must have been, like, one elaborate troll.
1: I thought it was a Babylon Bee article when I first saw it. I'm like, there's no way. This has to be some kind of a deep fake. There's no freaking way that Nike would have this guy prancing around in a sports bra no like that looks so silly and it it, it turns out that's true too and then in protest to that there's a bunch of like women online (laughs) burning their sports bras now
0: oh my god
1: oh it's spiraled man
0: yeah now they're like the women are now you know doing a challenge on tiktok called burning their bras
1: and feminists what? used to do that back in the day. Remember, back in like the '60s and stuff, like women's free. Like they literally had like bra burning stuff in the streets, like for the, I think it was second wave feminism.
3: Oh, that women's lib stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, now yeah. it's circled back. I guess only they're protesting a guy. And but
3: but but wait a minute! Wait a minute! Men can get pregnant nowadays in 2023.
1: So. Jesus Christ. And these are the people that say trust the science. Okay.
3: And I think the women's lip (laughs) movement people would totally be against that whole idea.
1: Well, yeah, because that's the sacred right of women, females, to give birth to children. That's like the miracle that of course, like that's the inherent thing, right? Everyone knows that, but nah, I guess we live in a different world.
0: Unfortunately, you know, women want to be
2: upside down.
0: We want to be men now, apparently. (laughs)
2: You know, having yeah. a fetish about being someone of a different gender is one thing, but uh, forcing others into it, yeah. that leaves me a bit concerned.
1: You know, at first it was tolerance, then acceptance, and now it's like they just want domination. Like, it's really getting to a scary point.
0: We're at the point in the cycle that, yeah, you have, you know, you have, they won't subjugate you, or like, if you don't agree with their beliefs, then, you know.
2: Oh, Vera, it's always been about BDSM with that group. Well yeah, that
1: autogynephilia, stuff. you know, I'm sure a lot of them have that too.
2: Hey, there was still
3: that story of the uh one of the originals from the Stonewall riots that was up protesting this garbage up in Montpelier with a sign that he had ripped out of his hands by these kids, I guess. Um he was curb stomped to the within an inch of his life. He's damn lucky that he was that he was able to survive this all because he was protesting how this whole i don't know what you want to call it has co-opted the gay rights movement
1: yeah the radicals he's right he's so right It, it this happened even in the furry fandom like we're not even safe from it
2: yep see the thing that a lot of people have trouble explaining is that this in this particular group wants to turn around and say if you are labeling yourself as furry whatever sexuality you have to think a certain way you have to talk a certain way and you have to act a certain way you go outside of that boundaries and we're basically going to end you
1: yeah like you get cancelled by your own friends sick
2: it never used to be that way it's not friends though I mean it's just some sort of shallow group get together that people pretend to like each other I see it in person a lot and it pisses me off I get it. You want to have a positive experience, but turning around and doing something. I seriously can't wait until we get another doomsday death cult that turns around and gets everyone to drink some magic liquid and they all basically keel over. I mean, it's literally how the level of stupidity I'm seeing of people here. It's just insane. And and an alcohol company trying to turn around and say, we don't really want to... uh, you know, find out what our drinkers actually like about the product, why they drink it. No, instead, we're just going to throw out something that we think is going to help us and just let the ball roll down the hill. Well, congratulations.
1: Well, to their credit, it got people talking about it. But oh, okay. I, I, guess, I guess negative attention is still attention, right? The Streisand <laughs> effect. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but this is like this is like a negative version of it because it's not like people are going to something that was banned and now they're curious and want to see it. It's more like, oh, look at this crazy crap going on. Let's go laugh at that, <laughs> right? See, this is the crazy
3: stuff that you would have almost expected to hear. Oh, the dog, um, you'd expect to hear like on coast to coast AM. You know, that's how crazy kooky this stuff is, and now we're living it in real life. You know, they would be like, you know, oh, 2.30 in the morning, they're talking about this crazy stuff with George Nori. Now we're actually
2: living some of this. It's crazy how upside down the world is now. Astral, Astral, something you need to understand is that I would talk about this stuff pre, prior to 2020, what I was seeing online. Right. And a number of people in my state of Australia were telling me that this is in America. It is not going to come here. Well, I'm sorry, but now you can actually buy the book in Australia from a school supplier that's called This Book is Gay.
1: Oh, I've seen that. Yep.
2: I oh, take God. with the contents of showing how to get an adult aroused and then conv- convincing the reader and giving light instructions on how to go about accessing websites for adults for dating. So, Yeah. Take it what you will. That book's basically pedophilia. I would buy it to show other people. It's just I don't want to get arrested.
3: It's just, uh, yeah. 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 And and, and this is the whole thing where my dad used to say, you're so open-minded, your brain's going to fall out. Well? (laughs) That's a good one. Yes.
1: I love that. Okay. Can I use that? I'm going to use that. (laughs) That's awesome.
3: You know, there's a lot of things these coin coined that I hear a lot on the internet lately.
1: Oh, man, it's so true.
2: It is. Uh, it, it is fascinating to see uh, the levels of things people will allow. So, for instance, now apparently shooting a black person at a school is perfectly acceptable if you're transgender. That was Which scary. Yeah. What makes me wonder, though, is how far certain advertisement companies are going to want to stretch this sort of thing. Because violence is being committed at such a more interesting rate when it comes to this particular group, whether or not you'll find, whether it be a jewelry company, a watch company, or whatever, turn around and just talk about how, well, if you want to go out and stomp someone to death who doesn't agree with you, buy our product while doing it. Show pride.
3: (laughs) It's the episode from the of Rush Limbaugh's TV show from the 90s where he had all these ribbons on his lapel making fun of what used what we now call virtue signaling. You see all these ribbons on my lapel. I have them on here because I care. Look down at your lapel. Do you see any ribbons? No you do not. That means you're a bigot. That means you're a racist. That means you're a white guy. And he was just doing it to make fun of this whole, before we even called it virtue signaling. And you know what? He was exactly right. That is exactly what's happening today.
1: Yeah, social media. Instead of uh, being like ribbons and stuff, now it's about how many retweets and likes you have.
2: It's crazy. It's like
0: social capital, basically.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Who else? Um, I've seen a couple of photos of Bud Light in the uh, raiders chat a couple of times and it's the uh every other beer is sold out but bud lights basically you know still in the (laughs) shelves
1: yeah Yeah, it's the only one left
2: (laughs) see if if this company wanted to go sort of like the whole woke thing i'm surprised and i'd have to wonder how much cheaper it would have been if they decided to host a couple of events invited the local woke people and just have like oh you want um you want to you know, come here? Are you old enough to drink? Oh wait, um, no, I sorry, thought they actually those... some
0: somebody actually did that. Like to go back to the whole virtue signaling method. One news outlet yeah. basically found somebody on Twitter saying um, "noodle" saying that they would post all they take all the Bud Light, and then they just said, "Bam, take that, you boycotter! You know, <laughs> you boycotters."
1: Oh wow, um, like they're trying to balance it out? <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh
0: no, they're trying. They're just doing that for social capital, of course. So yeah. Like I you, see the
3: backpedaling playing. is so hard. You can smell the oil on the chain burning
0: up. Oh, I, I just
1: wonder how far is this gonna go. I mean, like, like how how many how much further can it possibly go? I mean,
0: we haven't seen the end of it, right? Let's just say. We'll be surprised.
1: I, so I'm surprised I you, every day.
0: Yeah. If I were you, put your seatbelts on. <laughs> you know, join us along for the ride. That's that. Now. There's another, to move on from this saga, there is one item that I have wanted to talk about and that we haven't had time to cover. And it's from the game, the tabletop series, that concept of catch a break Dungeons and Dragons.
2: Oh, please tell me what they've done this time. I actually still have to look at go seeing the movie, but I'm debating whether or not to actually pay for it.
0: I heard okay. it's actually not too bad.
2: Are you kidding me? Oh, no, no. Oh, this.
0: Remove half species from player's handbook. Claims the entire idea is quote-unquote inherently racist. Huh?
2: I have to say this. Um, When it comes to... uh, I'm going to use the word here, half-breeds. When you turn around and say that that's racist, well, I kind of think you're the racist. Because you take issue with one side of a, you know, a person. You know, why?
1: I don't... I, this is the same problem they had with the orcs. They are comparing them to black people. Okay, first no, of all, who is doing issue, that?
0: That's not the issue <laughs> of hand. The issue of hand is like a half finger, like half orcs. You've got half oh, I know, orcs. I know.
3: You've yeah, got well,
0: half elves. That's how it started. Half yeah, wing. now they
3: have the halfbreed. I'm literally holding on to my head right now to keep it from exploding.
1: But how are they going to change this? Because there are like halfbreeds in this game, like right. just lore wise, you know? Like, there's, like, even in Lord of the Rings, like, Elrond is half-elven. Is that racist? Is this
3: the online this version? Is this, too. is this the online version of Dungeons & Dragons?
0: This is, like, the 5th edition.
3: Oh. See, I remember these kids used to play it, like, when I was a kid, they used to go in the cemeteries and do this.
1: So how, how do they justify this? It says, our team are game designers and storytellers. We're not experts in culture and inclusion. Okay, well, if you can write fantasy, that you don't, whatever. So we're focused on what damage should this creature do, and that's everything that goes through inclusion review. Uh, now, so everything in our game brings out delight. Aw, even reprints are going through inclusion review. Oh, my God, that, is, that sounds like some 1984 George Orwell type of shit. <laughs> that's why some older books are changing, too. Dude, they're changing the books, too. I told you. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs>
2: shit. I am <laughs> kicking myself right now. I walked into an op shop uh, last year, I think it was or the year before, and there was an entire collection of D and D books for like two or three dollars each. They're gonna get Dr. Seussed. <laughs> I should have turned around and bought all those bloody things. I could have made a huge ass profit. Shit. What does it matter? These are fictitious characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. What does it matter?
1: Oh, and also, who is complaining about this? Uh, I'm offended because there's a there's a half orc, half wizard. I, like, like, huh? Who is upset about this? <laughs> I don't get Yeah, Half elf. Okay, that's cool. Like, what's wrong with that? Isn't that more inclusive? Fuck, I don't know.
3: A friend of mine was playing Dungeons and Dragons as Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no. Out of all seriousness, no. I forget which country it was in, but Darth Vader, at least someone dressing up like him, tried to become a, a politician.
1: <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. I, I, was that, that was somewhere in Africa, right? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to have to change the books and change the so, game again.
0: They That's... just say, yeah, there's an update to this. And to note, here's what they've, they've come up with, a new whole new mechanic. This. The, the half speciesism will be replaced with the new children of different humanoid kinds mechanic.
1: That sounds so boring and like proper. No, no the sounds, children of different humanoid kinds.
0: Like, what? That sounds like a half a clusterfuck of word salad.
1: <laughs> That's the political correct term for just half species.
2: I mean, so, oh. I should put probably put this out, but because of the uh, well, what the how you play D and D and different methods of using it, I have noticed that there are a lot of modern people who are getting into the idea of playing the game. So my assumption is that a lot of these players have turned around and said, "Look, we take issue with this type of terminology. We take issue with how certain groups in the or species are represented inside of D and D. We want you to change it." And I'm not saying that in a polite way. I mean more sort of uh, screaming, shouting, and threatening. So, uh, you know, threatening to blow up a building because you don't like uh, the way a certain character is is probably not the best way to go about getting change.
1: But I guess they cave to the radicals because they're even saying it's inherently racist. I'm sorry. I don't see any racism here. It's, like, I, it's no, just characters. Uh, you
0: must be, no, you must be pure-breed. To be in the 5th edition of Dungeons
1: & Dragons.
3: I, I, it's, I don't, what, what's going on here, man? This is just going to turn people off of Dungeons & Dragons.
2: <laughs> no, the, the problem is that you will... The individuals who are calling for this are going to play the game, but it's going to make you wonder exactly how much money they'll make from the actual franchise itself. Because, as has been shown in the past, when you alienate the... Uh, previous audiences your profits generally seem to you know settle down because the stories aren't really that good things will sort of drift off and you won't have the profit you won't have the engagement that you try to seek hmm.
1: and so, if yeah. you think about it D has been around for a very long time i think almost 20 years right 15 20 years something like that so over,
0: like,
2: even... Did it come out in, like, the 80s? Yeah.
1: No, no, But well, I mean, like, the online version. Okay, but, yeah, I guess DND was around, uh, yeah, I think since, like, the 70s or 80s, like, as a board game.
0: Yeah.
1: Please excuse the dog, I don't know what but he's talking This is just very upsetting. I mean, they're just... But, here's
0: the thing, <laughs> they've come up with this new thing. Like, they're saying that they're not going to completely eliminate it, but they're going to come up with a new system.
3: 1974 <laughs> was the original. Okay. Oh, that wow. is a
0: long, long.
1: But that's guess, why they've been yeah. going for so long, and now that everything's online, they have to like change with times. I guess someone on their marketing team thought it was a good idea. I don't. I don't know.
2: <laughs> the marketing no, I mean, team. Are fucking the shit, you know. broke
3: <laughs> marketing teams.
0: Not just that, but they had the whole OGL thing—the open game licensing—that they wanna like have full judicial control over who gets to have, to use the DND license and all that. Mm. That's <laughs> what and I was thinking
2: that. of, Joel.
3: That was a baller.
0: But anyway, let's look into what they've done with this whole new mechanic that is children of different humanoid kinds. Oh, God. So for this new system, (laughs) rather Mm -hmm. than creating characters whose mixed lineage grants them some unique appearances, traits, and abilities, players will now simply base their character stats on only one of their parent races, well, the only elements actually affected by a character being biracial are their appearances and natural lifespans.
2: Are you yeah, fucking kidding way. me? What? I don't think anybody's going to play that way. No. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> hang on. Wouldn't they also have certain traits and abilities from both parents?
1: Yeah, you would think.
2: Yeah. Hardcore Dungeon and Dungeons Dragons
3: players are not going to go along with this at all, period.
1: Yeah, like some. Like, being half elf sounds cool. Sure, why not? Is that offensive somehow? The heck?
3: How is it offensive? They're fictitious. I, uh...
1: they're, they're humanoid beings of a particular. Whatever the hell they said. Oh my god.
0: My, <laughs> so it's like my this. My brain
3: is just going to explode. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it goes like this. If you'd like to play the child of such a wondrous pairing. Choose two race options that are humanoid to represent your parents. is the current rule set. Then determine which of those race options provide your game traits, size, speed, and special traits. You can then mix and match visual characteristics. But that's just taking
1: away options.
0: Yeah. Finally, determine the average of the two options. Lifespan traits to figure out how long your character might live. This is very
1: (laughs) Children of different humanoid kinds. I can't get over that. This is real. They're really doing this. Jeez.
2: I guess the term like, "race" is really racist.
1: I, can't, I don't know. It's just sure they're fictional, fan, whatever.
0: Yeah, What's and like genetics genetics is weird, yo. What's next? Calling a mixed breed dog uh,
3: mutt racist? Probably.
0: Yeah, that can be called <laughs> racist.
3: Yeah. And when, it, when 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 is it going to spread in the 30 When you can't even be a mixed
1: breed anymore because of this?
0: You can't be a hybrid species. Like you can't <laughs> be a fulf.
1: Oh no. Yeah, you're um. An anthro of different anthropomorphic kinds. <laughs> sure. We're
3: to make, I, I try not to make sense of this
0: anymore. You can. You know, you have to choose between like the visual mod- visual appearance of either a fox or a wolf.
1: Yeah, okay, you're like, like I, I'm half fox. <laughs> I'm half fox and half wolf, but I'm actually just a total wolf. That uh, whatever lineage means nothing. So doing this is actually taking away the options because isn't it kind of interesting to see like what kind of pairings you can get? With different stats, I mean that'd be cool.
2: Yeah. What would be interesting is if a set of rules were set up for what could be um passed on from parents, whether the parent was themselves uh mixed right. or well, pure blood, uh what the offspring would be and what your character would be. It it would be really fascinating to see a list of rules and percentages for that, and then applying it to an algorithm and just having it, uh, you say, well, you want to have this, this, and this, and then it just spits you out something that basically hits those rules. That would be fascinating, to be honest. Although, for some reason, the idea of not having that sort of control seems to be offensive to, like, woke people for some reason.
3: (laughs) This is about (laughs) as bad as them going through and wokeifying computer code so that you can't have it say master or slave anymore when you're describing <laughs> an IDE bus. Or God forbid you have a male and a female connector.
2: Yes. Exactly. What I found fascinating, there was, a, there was an algorithm set up to try to make job search more fair. And for some reason, it was more focusing on uh, getting white people and Asians through. And not blacks, and I'm like, gee, I wonder why. Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> I <wonder> why. <laughs> Maybe these people saying that you know certain you guys are so intelligent have some are onto something. But no,
2: it fell what's, down what's, to the fact that it, the algorithm was looking at you know education. Yeah, and it's that's where they fucked up.
0: Things, you know education intelligence that, that was the point i was trying to get across was that intelligence and education are kind of you know maybe correlated.
2: what
3: intelligence ah. maybe, this, maybe this everything going on around, going on these days is why we haven't had an extraterrestrials visit because they scanned <laughs> the earth, they scanned the earth and they reported back that no intelligent life was found
2: yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing is they could have found it could have seen what we're doing and gone you know, we're not going to invade this planet just yet. We're just going to let them screw themselves. They're just going to everywhere. nope their nice. way.
3: They're just going to nope their way back to their own star system.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, Joel, can you bring up that article again? There's a really funny quote that I have to read.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: so this is here. Um. Uh, wait. Is that
0: the Oh, okay.
1: Uh, here we go. Um, it's <laughs> there's notably, uh, despite taking the time to offer this clarification on D&D's new rules. Wizards of the Coast has yet to offer any reasoning as to why the concept of half-species is, as Crawford claims, inherently racist. Right. So even they're saying, like, they don't even have a reason. It just is. <laughs>
2: you
0: know? Yeah, it okay. just is. just and, like, and all he says, all Crawford says is, frankly, we are not comfortable and haven't been for years with any of the options that start with half. <laughs> the half construction is inherently racist, so we simply aren't going to include it in the new player's handbook. <laughs>
2: So one thing that concerns me is that if you browse Libs of TikTok, you'll come across teachers who turn around and they'll find mixed racial um, children, preferably the uh, black and white type uh, sort of married arrangements. And the teachers will tell the parent, uh, tell the student that their uh, parent who's white is bad, is a bad person. Yeah, well, there's a lot of
1: indoctrination going on.
2: If I... Want to turn around and figure out if someone's racist or a group's racist? I'll basically look at that as an example. (laughs) Fucking idiots! I mean, shit. That's what 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 the missions of the
3: coast sound like. I heard somebody tell me that their grandchildren going through school were their teacher was telling them that Christopher Columbus was a bad person.
2: Did they say why?
1: It it really has gotten to such a crazy level, and recently, of course, the last couple of years, you've seen a lot of these teachers, like on TikTok and on social media. You know, they're like these millennials with rainbow hair and a bunch of piercings with pronoun pins and crap, and like they're teaching the kids all this stuff. It's like kind of creepy.
2: I'm sorry, but when I see Wizards of the Coast and what they say, they just sound like they're being racist without uh, actively targeting a particular demographic in real life. Instead, targeting their own material
1: so are they against mixed races or does everyone have to be a pure blood see that kind of sounds backwards if that's the message they're going for
2: yes right <laughs> it could be the adapting of uh terminology so oh. for instance over time uh, slang uh, a word will change so for instance if you were to walk up to a butcher uh sorry a baker in the 17 or 1800s and said, Hi, I want a f- couple of fags, please. <laughs> Most people will think uh, at some point gay. If you're Australian <laughs> or I think British, you'll be thinking, uh, oh, a cigarette. But you're not going to get either of those two. They'll just hand you a couple of sticks. <laughs>
1: yeah, True.
0: But yeah, just I I do find it so bizarre. But again, like you said, you know, claims to be claims to be anti-racist does this like does becomes racist by politics.
1: yeah, and then they do a racism. I mean, <laughs> everyone must be pure blood. no mixed race allowed. That oof, I don't know if that's the kind of message uh, I should be promoting there. But okay, <laughs> <It's
2: just> so <laughs> Sorry, it, This is just insane. I, I I had no idea about how deep this went until today. And I'm kinda of glad I didn't actually read because I would have burned through my uh puns by now way before this podcast.
1: You know, it's they'll never be happy. There's nothing sacred. If it...
2: Dude.
0: Do we have to save you now because your brain is
1: fried?
3: Yeah. My I'm... brain is fried. I <laughs> I think the more the more this goes on, the more I read, the more brain cells I lose.
2: More so, more I suppose anyone who's watching this and they want to mock us for you know disagreeing with this, tell you what, um, try do a bit of wordplay and replace like uh elves and orcs with black with white, and then ask yourself if this uh comment if these comments would be acceptable that way because if they're not, then why are they acceptable, uh, using you know metaphors?
1: Oh, that's a good point.
2: Because <laughs> communism, and socialism requires
3: classism. Remember the whole thing with like the bourgeoisie and the
1: and proletariat. Yeah.
3: Yes, you know it's it. Uh, socialism and communism requires classism. You can't
0: get around it.
2: <sighs> ah.
0: But democracy
2: no. is supposed cool. to be the great equalizer for allowing but no people democracy with good ideas. is on
0: its, its twilight years, <laughs>
3: that's, that's why we're supposed to be a republic. But oh, god forbid, don't say that, you'll offend people.
0: We'll I'm
2: sorry, but giving people the ability who one can either get together with others and do something that helps make money, preferably something that doesn't end up killing a bunch of people or making lives miserable for other people. But I digress. And Leo uplifting them if possible. Great, but uh eh, fifty-fifty on some
0: shit. Nah, and this is why you just stay and do you know tens of problems in your own backyard first.
2: Oh, I can't wait. Oh Um, no. D D, do they have guillotines?
0: Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) not. It's a fantasy world after all. Could you
2: imagine if D&D started bringing out guillotines that you could use on certain races? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> I mean, God. That crazy. <laughs> oh, um, you want to have a guillotine for orcs, so every orc that comes by, you take their head off? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think I'm giving you too many bad ideas. Oh, uh... man.
0: You rain. Ah, but last we have come to the end of the show. That's all the time we have for this mm. week. Whew. Wow. <laughs> the descent continues. Yep. Who'd like, yeah. And who'd like to um just say a bit of a closing statement for uh for the weeks that's passed? Um, <laughs> I'll go for- oh, no, sorry, okay. Vera.
2: No, yeah, here you go. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna ask the magic eight ball. Is today's podcast gonna to go down well <laughs> in the future? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I should ask again. <laughs> <Screw> <laughs> Wait that. a minute. It said try oh it's playing you around. You ask me again to that.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, shit. No, maybe we should ask it again for in a few in the years ahead. Has this aged well?
2: <laughs> all right, will this age well? <laughs> it is deceptively so. Oh shit, this isn't going to
0: be good. Deceptively so. Deceptively Maybe somebody so. will will go back to the archives <laughs> of the internet and one day <laughs> realize well, we were right all along. <laughs> we should have followed our wisdom. Yeah. Well, all right. Who's up next for a closing statement?
3: Well, it appears as though my dog wants to make a closing statement.
0: <laughs> but He's been barking I at stuff
3: all night. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a roller coaster of a year again, I'm sure. I'm just – like I said, I lose more brain cells every day. <laughs> don't, yep. I just don't. But, uh, thanks for having me on again, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, great.
1: All right. Uh, You know, as much as I may disagree with the crazy bonkersness of Dylan Mulvaney, you have to give him some credit, though. I mean, what, like, in less than a year, all these sponsors, like talking to the president—I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's onto something.
0: Maybe, (laughs) like, what he did is just basically destroyed the woke brands in and of itself. Like, I don't know, know, man. The clowns have destroyed themselves. (laughs) it would
1: be hilarious. If in like a month from now.
0: They have clowned themselves, basically, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, all there's that. And I don't see anything wrong with having mixed races or breeds and whatnot in fantasy games. That's, I mean, it's Tolkien, it's Narnia, all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't really see a problem with that. I just think that they're getting way too woke, and it's just harming business. And a lot of us normal people are really kind of sick of it. It's like, okay, enough already. Like, we get it. But, uh, yeah, I'm hoping people start coming to their senses. Check out that beer ultra right.
0: <laughs> well, by buy anything, <laughs> that's not Bud Light.
1: Yeah, seriously. All right. I'll well, hope to see you guys next week.
0: Yeah, indeed, indeed. Thank you for, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this as much as we made it. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, Shoot, more further down the line. Now, if you'll excuse me, I will now step into the hole that will guide me into the abyss.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, to formalize this, I shall now say this is our site. Signing off for the week, farewell, and until next time. Later.